Welcome to the Editor's Note Comics Podcast. I think that this world, it needs men that are willing to make the hard call. Central Maine's best comics podcast, by default. Ain't no thing like me, except me. Here are your hosts, Zach and Jared. Matt's coming. No. When do we start? Hey, welcome back. Wake me up. When oh it's it's the end of October uh, oh it's August damn yeah wrong song uh, I'm calendar deficient at you, the moment well I just literally offered you a calendar of it's Star Trek true cats. you did maybe it's an omen maybe it's a sign because I don't uh, one um, are you are you a sad Billy Joe Armstrong I am I am many things Zach do you remember you can't, um, we can't just label me as one thing do you remember like ten years ago when they were gonna put out those like four albums in one year and he got real drunk at like an iHeartRadio radio concert and he was like no you say we have this much time I'll fucking tell you how much time we have I don't remember exactly well they put out three albums uh, they did the uno dos tray yeah I bought one of them they had that one really good song oh fuck what's it called oh yes it was on the uno album I believe um something love hey love no nope but I know what you're talking Damn about. It. I gotta look it up because I bought it and it's really good. And I don't think that song it's, gets like isn't it any. Oh love, it might just be oh love. Looking it up, it's it's in my phone. Yeah, it's just oh love. Green Day, Uno. That's a good song. Oh love, yeah, it's a good tune. I don't think it gets any play anymore anymore. No, so, anyone remember the song from like ten years ago? It's oh great. god, yes, love it. All right, turn it off. Turn off. There we go. It literally was 10 years ago, released in 2012. Holy shit. Yeah, it was a good song. Damn. What are we doing here? Not uh, playing old Green Day songs. That's an old Green Day song now. Let's play Dookie. That's a great album. That's a great <laughs> album. And as we're sitting in this basement, it immediately is getting uh, humid. Not that bad. That's all right. The dehumidifier was just going, and now it's not, and I can feel it. Oh, so it's no longer de- It's just humidifying, not yeah. dehumidifying. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. I... It's been subtracted. It's been now. It's been. It's adding. The humidity is going up. Wow! So, what a what an incredible preamble to this show. People are listening to us. You had to cut out a part of you playing a song because of copyright issues, and no, we talk I about the relative humidity in your basement. Yeah, it's moist. Showed a movie to my wife this week. I don't. Okay, and again, I. You know, I think that Emily should be nominated for Sainthood. For the first time ever, she saw Planet of the Apes. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about the other movie that you showed your wife. Oh, Eurotrip? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's unrelated. Oh, okay. Because well, I, I was like, Eurotrip, that's done by three Seinfeld guys. I haven't seen this since high school. How is it? Then I watch it, I'm like, this, not has, good. this has aged so poorly. This is uh, one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. Do you, do you own that or did you rent it? I bought it for like three bucks. Do you want your three bucks back? Kind of. <laughs> it's real bad. All right. So Emily watched Planet of the Apes for the first time. But I was so excited. I'm like, do you know what the, the ending is? She's like, no. I'm like, ah, oh, man, this is going to be awesome. We're five minutes into it. She goes, they're just on Earth, aren't they? It's like, no. You don't, you don't know anything. You know, just a movie. Damn you all to hell. Well, then, I mean. You maniacs. Sure. I mean, she guessed it immediately, but at least we got this gem from it. Doctor Zayas, 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 Oh, Doctor Zayas, Doctor Zayas. Oh, never, back. Not, no. never, not gonna play. Oh, no, yeah, there it is. There it is. And then I started watching uh, the other movies. I'm like, boy, they lost a lot of money real fast. <laughs> we got to recoup that money with another one. Uh, well, I, I was watching Beneath the Planet of the Apes last night, uh, real cheap. So. We'll see. But we're not here to talk about that. Oh. I just wanted to sneak in a little bit of... Oh, help me, Dr. Sayus. Dr. Sayus, Dr. Sayus. Dr. Sayus, Dr. Sayus. Dr. Sayus, Dr. Sayus. Oh, Dr. Sayus. Dr. Sayus, Dr. Sayus. Outside interest and exciting things happening in your life. Oh, I'm unemployed. Oh. Hey, sign up for the Patreon. Hey. Patreon.com slash editors no comics. I don't have a job right now. Yeah, for four days. Shut the shut up. Oh. Shut up. I need I need that cash. I need that sweet, sweet positive cash flow. Don't we all? Don't we all? Yeah, I'm temporarily temporarily unemployed. Are you gonna file for benefits for the four days you're not working? It's called a long weekend, Zach. Oh yeah, I forgot from the guy who uh 
tells people what to do with their lives. I don't tell them. I help guide them. I'm a Sherpa. Mm. I don't tell anybody what to do with their lives. Yeah, so whenever someone mounts Everest, you're like, yeah, I was there too. No, I'm not a, I'm not a plus one-er anymore. I'm not a me-too-er like that. Oh, yeah, you did Everest? I did it twice. No, I'm not like that. Mm. I've grown beyond. What are you doing this week? We got the news. It's true. I did accidentally take away a show idea. Uh, okay, what? Well, no. Remember, I was we were going to do a show, and I was going to get my first tattoo on the show. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. You have a tattoo now. Yeah, I have a tattoo now. So you had Tell the world. Yes, I got a tattoo. Finally, I did it. I know that we had talked about doing it on the show together as like my first tattoo and do it that way, but I didn't. I just, I was selfish, and I'm not sorry. No, I got the 1901 main flag on my right um, bicep. Well, no, like kind of outer tricep. And the, uh, what else we got going on? Uh, news, we got... Weird comics facts. Yes. Got sports reports. Uh, screaming at streaming. Reviews and your letters. It's a full pack show, except one of us didn't watch Game of Thrones. I'm sorry. Sorry. Gosh. Well, this week, now you got to double down and watch Lord of the Rings. All right. It's fine. all TV all the time now well, in your thank, life. Thank God it's a long holiday weekend and I have extra time to do shit. I don't. You're unemployed. <laughs> no, I start work on Monday. Oh, see there. The truth comes out. Wait, you have to work. You start work on a holiday? Yeah. On Labor Day. Yeah. You're going to have to labor on Labor Day? I am laboring. boy. Good for you. I'm proud of you. That's how I get the big bucks. Yeah, but you're going to be working from home now. It's true. It's, a, it's how I get the pantsless bucks. <laughs> well, I don't know what to say. I'm at a loss. I, I'm not quite ready to say what I'm doing yet. I want to see how the uh, the crossover goes. Oh, okay. But you'll see my name on the internet, uh, you eagle-eyed viewers. Okay. Okay. I appreciate that. All right. I guess that's it. Let's just dive straight into the news. Before we get started... Does anyone want to get out? It's time for the news. You ready for not a shocker? Uh, sure. Warner Brothers might regret releasing the Snyder Cut. Do you think? They thought that it would satiate the loudmouths on the internet. And did it? Uh, it turns out no. Oh, okay. Shocking. If you want to reference back, I did a, or we did. I took credit because I did all the research. It's true, you um, did. We did a very long episode about releasing the Snyder Cut, which I said, no way in hell is it ever going to happen. And you were wrong. I was wrong, but I think I was right. Because okay. it was a bad idea. And now just people scream on the internet constantly. Did not satiate anyone. Continue to expand upon your thesis. That's about it. Okay. I respect that. Warner Brothers thought like, ah, this will shut them up. Ah, no. They kept yelling. Oh, they wanted more. Officially in the Star Trek universe. Star Trek Four, Matt Shake, 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 Shackman. I don't know. You can't remember your own handwriting. It's not that. It's just I don't know how to pronounce it. Is it Shakeman or Shackman? Uh, uh Shackman. I think that sounds better. Matt like Shackman has, yes, yeah. yeah, uh, Shatner Shackman has oh, stepped man. down from directing Star Trek Four, uh, leading credence to the idea. Uh, this is the guy that did uh, WandaVision. Oh, okay. Leading to the idea that he is going to be doing the Fantastic Four. Oh, okay. Probable. We'll okay. see. Ezra Miller. They have had a rough go of it recently. <laughs> uh, took an official meeting at Warner Brothers this week. Oh, it's never good when you have to take an official meeting. They showed up because um, of uh, speculation that the movie was just going to be shelved. So they uh, met at Warner Brothers this week being like, nope, I'm getting help. Um, I apologize for my actions. Uh, please don't shit can my movie because I'd like money. Yeah. I'm sure Warner Brothers would like to not lose more money. That too. I think everyone is in a pro-money stance. Yes. So <laughs> they are they are looking to feed and satiate their capitalist needs. Speaking of HBO and Warner Brothers, uh, there may be a Kevin Feige over at oh. Warner Brothers now. Okay. You know, replacing the other two to three Kevin Feige's they've had in the past. Do you think they just clone Kevin Feige's? Uh, this is a guy, Dan Lin, who's uh, supposedly taking things over. He worked on the Lego movies, including like Lego Batman. He also worked on the nearly released George Miller Justice League movie back in 2008, right before the writer's strike shut it down. Oh, that was way back in the day. I really want to... Is there a script out there? I know we've done some script episodes in the past, but I would love to see that script. Uh, there's no way it's going to top the, um, the James Cameron Spider-Man script. But st uh, I'm going to go see that uh, new George Miller movie this weekend, 3,000 Years of Longing. I'm seeing that on Saturday. Have you seen Elvis yet? No. Oh, okay. I have not. 3,000 Years of Longing does look like it's good. It's with Idris Elba. He's a yeah, genie, it, right? It's It's gotten kind of mixed reviews, but it, it's George Miller, man. I'm going to go check this out. All right. 
You got a big movie weekend on tap, don't you? I do. I'm gonna go see Three Thousand Years Along. I'm gonna see Wrath of Khan. Way to way to hit the new and the old. Yeah. Um, I don't know. This guy does have some credit with helping produce like good stuff. That, that does that mean it's necessarily like is he the reason that things went well or not? Not necessarily, but he at least has good credits behind his name. So hopefully, because it's kind of been. Uh, a loose can is like is it walter hamada is it jeff johns who um through you know my years in tangentially in comics uh seems to be a generally unlikable guy <laughs> or jim lee or whatever yeah if you if you can get a solid name behind it do it because it's a mess all right mm, you've learned get uh-huh. off your phone get off your phone Hold on, i'm looking up something about three thousand years of longing anything's to throw at you now oh, that's true i'm gonna bring the darts inside Oh, interesting. How interesting. Don't you show me how interesting it is. It was uh, about 3,000 years of longing. Ah! Got it anyway. You son of a bitch. You shouldn't have moved it over to the other side <coughs> of the I shouldn't have. Yeah, my bad. That's where you fucked up. I did. That definitely picked up on Mike. <laughs> I'm glad you're just like. Yes, that's exactly what I did. All right. Sandman news. Mm. Number one, watch Sandman. Try and finish it up. I haven't yet, but I am definitely going to. Yes. It's just it's just a scheduling thing, man. Like doing things are, is hard. <laughs> Sitting down is a challenge. But uh, Neil Gaiman, creator of the Sandman, was talking about in the '90s. It was up for a movie with producer John Peters, who you may know as uh, Barbara Streisand's hairdresser slash husband turned producer. Oh yeah, of course everyone knows that. Who was behind the thing that people have probably seen of uh, that evening with Kevin Smith DVD talking about. Uh, his Superman script. Oh, yes. Where he wanted a big metal spider. Oh, yes. And then it ended up in Wild Wild West as a big metal spider. Mm. Guess what he wanted in Sandman? A big metal spider? Wanted a big metal spider. Oh, wow. And Neil Gaiman was like, this is the worst script I've ever read. <laughs> he, The man wanted a big metal spider. And, and he shut got one. that shit down. Yeah, John Peters uh, back at it with his big metal 90s spiders. Yes. This is a little bit of an update from last week. I said there was a story about um, the two Batgirl directors saying that uh, the movie had been deleted. Yes. That was a result of a port. And I said, this doesn't sound right. Well, I was right. Just different than you saying you were wrong earlier in the show. What it was is it was a poor translation. What it really was is they uh, their access was shut out ah. of seeing Batgirl, like their passwords, all that stuff, like cr- credentials, they were shut out. So the movie still probably exists in some form. It, it does, because this week they were having, quote unquote, a term I've never seen before, funeral screenings. Wow. Here, watch the movie because it's never going to be seen again. Yeah, for like cast and crew and insiders being done under the Warner Brothers lot. Huh. I bet they collected every damn digital device that people walked in with. Oh, I'm sure they did. Yes. But yeah, that, that was happening this week. Does this... I mean, I hold out um, a fool's hope that this will get released. Well, I mean, you were wrong about the Snyder Cut. That got released. <laughs> That's true. Uh, so I guess screw me about Batgirl endlessly? <sighs> I don't know. I have no idea, but yeah. Maybe the, maybe mm-hmm. because of what happened with the Snyder Cut, Warner Bros. Make, mm-mm, you guys tried that once. Not going to fool us again. But also, Aquaman and Shazam were delayed. Supposedly, this, I, this is another one I'm going to put a big ol' asterisk on, because I'm not positive it's true. Because uh, Warner Brothers Discovery, as they have lost so much money recently, do not have the budget to release big budget movies for the remainder of the year. That's not good. So like, they can't release these quarter four movies based on how much money they've lost. Is that true? I Again, I, I'm putting it on a maybe. I'm not even putting it on a probable. I'm putting it on a maybe. That's not good for Warner Brothers. They need to get their house in order. Things are not going well over there. Yeah, they were trying to save... Three billion bucks, and they lost twenty billion in stocks. That the that's an eighteen million dollar swing in what they were trying to. Actually, it's a twenty two million dollar, twenty two billion dollar swing in what they were trying to do. Yeah. So, I don't. So know. really, it's a twenty two billion dollar loss, projecting I, where they wanted to be and where they ended up. Not good. I'm not taking that. That one I am taking with a a grain of salt. A, a, pre, a, a sizable, sizable, a appreciable. Big, I am not. You know, usually on this, sh- uh, I would say uh, like ninety nine percent of the stuff that I try and do here. I source it well. Yes. So if you're coming here for stuff, like I'm, I'm usually not doing rumors or other bullshit. Like I, I am going. I'm confident with what I say. This is one I am not saying with 
confidence. I'm saying this with a, this is out there. Is it true? I do not know. You got that. You, you comb your sources. You vet your sources. You Yeah, I, I usually try and, you know, at least get like two, like at least two different independent sources. Okay. To confirm what I'm doing or I, I go through like reputable stuff. but Like bleeding cool? Never. Okay. Uh, not reputable. Okay, just checking. No, just a, it's a terrible source of information. Don't go there. I remember that you were always like, one time I, I sourced the show and I researched the show. You're like, don't use Bleeding Cool. Yeah, please don't. Here's some sites, but don't go to Bleeding Cool. First site I went to, just to see, Bleeding Cool. I'm not saying everything they do is wrong. I'm just saying uh, they I would not consider them reliable. Okay, that's fair. But I don't know. I don't know if that's true about um, no matter what, Aquaman and Shazam have been delayed until next year. So that's not great. Hey, uh, also, because rights are a funny thing, mm. there's going to be a King Kong show on Disney+. Plus. Okay. Well, is, wait, is King Kong... King Kong is not in the public domain, is it? No, I don't think so. Oh, King Kong was originally released as a novel. Well, it's it's kind of weird or backwards. So it was released as a novel by the people that were releasing the movie. So the novelization came out before the movie, despite it being like an original movie idea. Mm-hmm. And like, there's still going to be like a Monsterverse show on Apple TV. And there's still going to be like a sequel to King Kong versus Go- or Kong versus Godzilla. But now Disney Plus is releasing their own Kong show based on that original material, plus a couple of books written by a guy, uh, what's his name, Joe DeVito. And if you look in one of those books, you'll find my name is a Kickstarter backer. Wow, look at you. You're published. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm there. I uh, But I did it like five years ago. I still haven't read the book oh. uh, because honestly, I, I read the first book. Well, it was enough to get you to be a Kickstarter. Yeah, because they're still involved with like the family of uh-huh. the original Kong stuff, and I was like, I'll back it because I like Kong. Uh, but the first book is um, boring and bad. Okay. And there's a second one that has my name in it. I haven't read it. Okay. <laughs> I did that like five or six years ago. How much? How much cash? How much? Uh, I don't did you put remember. In? Enough to get your name into it. I backed that Kickstarter. It's upstairs somewhere. Even after you read the terrible first book. Yeah. Okay. You had hope for a better second book. I don't know. I'll read it. And then, like, there was a Kong series through Boom Studios a couple of years ago that was based on that run. And they, Boom was doing Kong books for a while. And then they were going to do a, a collected, they, they did a few collected editions. And they were going to collect a few of their, like, one offs. And then, like, the pre orders weren't good enough. And they canceled it. And I was like, Boo, I want that. Boo. Unrelated. You guys remember that from, like, 2018? Whatever. What else is happening in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? The Wonder Man TV show. Wonder Man, Simon Williams, he's an actor. He wears glasses and has bright glowing eyes. Maybe he's Nathan Fillion. Maybe he's not. But they have added Trevor Slattery, Ben Kingsley's character. Oh, excellent. (laughs) Because he's an actor, and it's going to be a show about an actor in the Marvel Universe. So there we go. Ben Kingsley is back. Yay, Sir Ben Sir Ben Kingsley. I like him. He's I, very good. A lot of people like a lot of people don't like Iron Man 3 because of like that twist and all that like shenanigans. Being the Mandrake. No, not the Mandrake. Mandarin. Yeah, I almost said Mandalorian as well. So I love it. I don't care. I, I really enjoy Iron Man 3. And I enjoy him in Shang Chi. I don't care. Bring on more Ben Kingsley. He was also great as Gandhi. Yeah. Oh, yes. Let's go back to the eighties. Yes. Could we? The eighties weren't bad. Do you remember when Ben Kingsley was in a very popular movie in the 80s? In the 90s. He was also in Schindler's List. No, I mean, it's a, it was a good movie. Yes, he, he's a good actor. We all yes. accept that Ben Kingsley is a good actor. Yes. I'm excited that he's going to be in the Wonder Man show. But we're going long, so let's move on to the next segment. All right. Weird Comics Facts. Here are some weird comic facts. Prepare accordingly. I'm going to make some weird shit. It's pretty freaky, but it's safe to see what you dug up this week well this week we're talking about a riddler story so riddle me this we're going to talk about the batman 66 tv series okay speak your piece this is gonna be a fast one okay (laughs) there's no real like twists and turns of this one for frank gorshin the actor who mostly played the riddler aside from mm, blank aston who is gomez adams sean aston's dad Uh, i can't remember john aston you're, you're going to ask me to research and source the show. I'm I'll do it myself. I, I'll beat you to it. John Aston. That is correct. That's what I said. Also, Raul Julia, Tim Curry, Nathan Lane, Luis Guzman. What are you talking? Oh, you're talking about Gomez. I'm talking about 
the Riddler. Oh, okay. So the exception of one episode in the Batman 66 series where John Aston played the Riddler was played by Frank Gorshin, who would either wear a skin-tight jumpsuit or he would wear a blazer. And that blazer was covered in question marks. Blaze it up. Well, back in the day, just to save on production time and cost, it was just a green blazer where they sharpied in those question marks. Oh, good for them. So not something that was printed, not nothing else. It was just literally hand done. Well, I mean, what do you think the Riddler did in, in reality? Probably got a big old fat Sharpie and a green blazer and just made some question marks. Oh, well, that's what they did. template, yeah. All right, that's it. That's my weird comics facts. That's it? That's the fact? Yes. That, that's how the production was done for the Riddler in the 66 show. Okay, fine. Just a Sharpie. Okay, cool. You sure it was a Sharpie and not like another type of magic marker? <laughs> I thought this was unique. It is. I thought it was a fair question. I think you're a son of a bitch. All right. So from drawing in Sharpies to or inking that 50 man, 53 man roster. Sure. It's time for Jared Sports Reports. He's running down the middle by the 50. He's at the 30. Bear tested. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. Oh, and they tackle him at the 40 yard line. It's time for another Jared Sports Report. That's right. Roster cut down days happen in the NFL. Or getting close to the uh, final 53-man rosters. The Patriots uh, signed some players to the practice squad. They did not have a good showing against the Raiders in their preseason finale. They open up in a week, in several days, a week from Sunday, a week and a half. They take on the Miami Dolphins in their season opener. Uh, we'll have your Editor's Note Comics podcast NFL predictions next week. I will have done my research and we'll be ready to go. Um, I... <laughs> I think I'll be betting against Aaron Rodgers' continued weirdo. He was on the, uh, did you see him on the- Oh, yes. The Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan podcast? Yeah. I haven't listened to the full thing yet, but- Why? It's. I mean, his podcasts are like three hours. No, he was mm. like, hmm. Well, I mean- Every time he opens his mouth, I'm like, this is a weird guy. Yeah, it's true. True. But He's just a weird He's got guy. one of the, the top podcasts in the universe. Oh, I meant Aaron Rodgers. Oh, that too. Weird guy. <laughs> weird dude. Uh, let's see. What else? Uh, Red Sox continue to be last place in the American League East. Good for them. Don't really know much about the Bruins. High school sports across Maine start up this week. Yeah, that's pretty much basketball. Oh, here we go. There's not much to say. R.J. Barrett uh, signed a rookie extension. He is the first player to do that since 1999 with the Knicks. Oh, okay, cool. That's Good. wild. That is a long ass time. That's a very long time. Danilo Gallinari, a uh, new spot up shooter for the Celtics, had a contactless injury where he tore his meniscus 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 i can say yeah as i became his a meniscus i became a meniscus expert last year after the robert williams order. clearly you weren't because you couldn't say meniscus just now uh he's out till november pretty all things considered pretty good could be worse all right it's, it's a light sports week currently right now the connecticut sun is playing the sky oh i'd be watching it except you made me record tonight i'm sorry my gosh Semi-finals, bitch. It's a, it's a series. You'll be fine. You're not going to miss the whole series in one game. Mm. Uh, but that's it for me. Yeah, that's it for me, too. All right. Then we're going to move on from there to screaming at you. Or streaming. So you're saying the universe created a sitcom starring two Avengers? Nope. We're screaming at streaming. So let's not waste another minute. Settle in, sharpen your pencils, and check this out. I missed one episode of House of the Dragon, and I get... House of the Dragon, bitches, and She-Hulk. All right, well, let's talk about House of the Dragon first. Some good-looking dragons. They're doing dragon stuff. Well, I mean, it's supposed to be about dragons, yes. I'm going to force you to catch up next week. Okay. Now, yeah. you, now you have many episodes of TV to watch, because have... Lord of the Rings has two episodes dropping this week. Okay, so that's f I have four episode, five episodes of TV to watch. I'm sure <laughs> I can find the time to watch five episodes of TV. Some good-looking dragons, though. <sighs> I like the standoff yep. on the bridge. I really can't talk about this too much, because um, I don't want to spoil it for you. Oh, okay. uh, the wigs are terrible. I hate these wigs. All right. They're very distracting. Fair. Uh, I don't like the child bride situations it keeps bringing up. It's weird. Well, I mean, remember, the original Game of Thrones had a ton of incest. Yes, I will remember that thing you never watched. No, I bet you told me about it, so I'm just reminding you. There was some incest. It opened with incest. They're like, doing it like twins. I don't know what to say. Don't have any answers for you. And overly long titles are back, baby. They were gone for one week. It was like, oh, we're moving on from this. Ah, never mind. Episode two. 
Zach Bowen, first of my name, third of my house. It just went on forever. Uh, but Jared, um, overall, I I like the second episode. It feels like for the first one, where I was talking about like how oh, it feels like a hair differently. I feel like we're shooting a little bit different. The second one just felt like, oh, do you remember Game of Thrones? We're just gonna give you more Game of Thrones. All right, there we go. Which I don't know how innovative that is. And you know, it's just one episode, but I was like, huh. So the same old stuff, right? And they're like, yeah, same old stuff. I'm like, okay. Okay. Uh, that went on for eight years, so do I really still want same formula? But we'll see. Uh, I, I did enjoy it, though. Over, Like, overall, like, it's, like I said last week, it is a little too hard to judge it yet because it, I'm judging it against eight seasons of a different show and five books, and this is something new, and I can't... I'm enjoying it, but it's hard to judge a small sample size versus a large sample size if that makes sense yeah there's no you're 100 percent accurate in that you can't you already have a known quantity of work and this is an offshoot of that quantity of work and you've only had two episodes you're more than correct in saying that it's hard to judge the small sample size against the large sample size of two completely different entities within the same realm i can tell you the wigs are shit but there you go <laughs> I, I do not like those wigs oh boy are they tough to watch well all right, we're gonna. They had to spend the money on the dragons. <laughs> oh man, they yeah, those are pricey looking ass dragons. They look good. Uh, so let's go from House of the Dragon. Jared will be caught up next week as I force him to watch television, but not Lower Decks for some reason. Hmm. Oh, which by the way, Lower Decks was back this season. Yeah, phenomenal. All right, all right. Love Lower Decks, just top to bottom, great show. Do all you right. find yourself laughing every episode? Oh, absolutely. Hysterically? Not necessarily hysterically, but definitely laughing. Okay. It's so good. I'm so invested in Lower Decks. Can't wait for the live action crossover. All right, let's talk about She-Hulk. Yes, She-Hulk. She got fired. And then hired. Yes, hired to represent Abomination. I do like that. Uh, I'll, I'll treat this one as spoiler. Like, this is, She-Hulk is just spoiler conversation. Mm. I do like um, that Tim Roth was just making fun of dialogue from The, the Incredible Hulk because his name is Emil Blonsky and he's a British guy. He's like, oh yeah, British secret, uh, born Russian, about, Russian born, British raised. Yeah, just it's taking the um, the hand waving away from the Incredible Hulk and bringing it back into this show. I thought that was very funny. I thought uh, Mark Ruffalo talking about his history with the character is like, I'm a different person, literally. Yeah, that was <laughs> like, hilarious. So, yeah, he sent me this nice haiku. And just the, like, yes, he was a different person because last time he was Edward Norton. It's true. And then he was Eric. Or was he Eric Bana before he was Edward Eric, Norton? Ba- Eric Bana was different continuity. Oh, okay. But he also played it, the it, Hulk. Yes, he did. In a not good movie. That movie sucks. I had a poodle that like, bit his dick or something. Oh, what? Ooh. I didn't watch uh, the Eric Bana Hulk. It's very slow. It's very slow. It's uh-huh. not good. I do not enjoy it. It's so slow. It's a Hulk movie. It's not supposed to be slow. No, but she's supposed to represent uh, Abomination. She decides she's going to, and then we get a cut scene, or we find out that he's in the cage fighting from Shang-Chi. I do, I do That was love, a great callback. It's like, oh yeah, he's reformed. Oops, he's been in cage fights. I do like her reaction at the end of that, um, which also kind of cuts into, I think, my greatest compliment of the show, because the show ended, I just went, that's it? Oh, like It was like a... Vis- like. I was really enjoying myself. And well, then, that wasn't it. There was a post-credit scene. Yeah, the post-credit scene was dull. Yes. But when the actual like episode proper like cut, I was like, oh, we're done? It happens fast. Yeah, it, it was really good, and I was really enjoying myself. And then the episode just kind of ends. I was like, oh. Hulk is on a Cree, a Cree oh, vessel? No. Oh, no. He's going back to Sakaar. Oh, yes. All right, let's talk about the internet and that. Okay. So Hulk, uh, he gets in that alien spaceship. He's going back to Sakaar, and everyone's like, "Is this gonna be World War Hulk?" And to that, I say, "I it be a, I mean, maybe it'd be a stretch because the way World War Hulk worked, let's let's travel back to like 2007. Mm. I was graduating college. I was full of hope and excitement for the world ahead of me. The Hulk goes on a mission to space because the Avengers are like, "Oh man, none of us can do it." And then they trap him in a spaceship and they shoot him off to Sakaar. That's where he becomes uh, the Green Scar, and he gets a wife, and he does all this other stuff. But he's sent off there by the Illuminati because they're like, Hulk, you are too dangerous to be on Earth. And then his spaceship explodes, kills his wife, and he's like, I'm real mad now. (laughs) And he comes back to Earth because the Illuminati set him up. Mm -hmm. What we saw in this episode gives nothing about like him being sent off. 
No, like it looks like he's actively choosing to go. Yeah, so it, uh, it it could possibly be World War Hulk, but we don't have the impetus for it. Like we don't have him being mad at, and I mean maybe we'll see that that like if he was set up to get sent off to another planet, but where the character is like in the MCU versus the comics are not the same thing. Like he's you know he's quote unquote smart. Hulk. Let's let's not forget Secret Invasion. Could be going off. Could be some scrolls. I appreciate you saying things, but those are very unrelated. Whatever. I tried. <laughs> you did, and I appreciate it. Thank you. They're both mid-2000s things. I, I won't deny you that. Good for me. But I, with what we're given, I don't see the impetus for World War Hulk. Okay. It, it could totally turn into that. I'm not saying it can't, but that's like the Illuminati, to the best of our knowledge, has not sent him off. It, um, Meek... Uh, that weird little bug that he's been riding around with is not blowing up his ship. It's going to kill his wife. Like he's already done the gladiator thing. So maybe, but I, it, and it's not like you even, I don't know. You could dance around it a little bit and make it work, but there is certainly not a one-to-one yet. Like the internet jumped on. The internet jumps all over everything. It's a, full of, full of jumpers. Yeah, maybe, but I I wouldn't say it is uh, definite by any stretch of the imagination. No, but this was entertaining. Yeah, She Hulk. I mean, I, love it. Whatever, Hulk going to space, sure, do that. Also, I love She Hulk. We didn't even talk about She Hulk in general in this episode. I she's a lot of fun. I like that she's like real shitty about like um, like I I should be hired based on my merits, not based on that I'm like oh, yeah. big and green. That's a lot of fun. That makes perfect sense too. It's the way it should be. But then like uh, she does like I'm going to take the job. And, like, there's some interesting thoughts behind Abominations, like, trying to defend himself. Like, they gave me the secret serum, and it turned me into who I was, and they told me one thing, but it was really another. Well, this was, what, this is only six episodes, or? I don't know. Yeah. I, I can't remember if it's yeah. six or eight, but <clears throat> I'm loving it. This show is a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. It's quick. It's witty. I'm all on board. Yeah, this is, um, you know, we're only two in, but I'm definitely enjoying this more than I have enjoyed a lot of other Disney Plus shows so far. I would agree wholeheartedly. Except the post credit scene was boring and I didn't care. Well, it's just her helping her family out, doing all the heavy lifting of things. Mm, didn't love that. No. All right. All right, we're going to move from there. Hey, it's time for our main topic. Guess what just came out a few weeks ago? This is a hot, hot book. Going back for a second printing. Getting a hardcover release in February. Oh, wow. Although I will wait until it's collected with its other ones to deal with it. There's a new Batman series out where I think it's eight books. Batman is going to be dealing with all of his major villains. 64 pages, no ads, a little bit more expensive because of it, but we are talking Batman, One Bad Day. It's the Riddler, I guess. Yeah, that's the title. All right, there we go. It's Jared's Reading Corner. We don't usually do this for comics, but this is a, a new book that came out uh, just last week, two weeks ago. I don't remember. Very recently. So we do spoiler and spoiler free? We will do non-spoilers and then spoilers because the ending itself is specific enough that I think we should treat that as a non-spoiler. Like I said, this book just came out. It's going back for a second printing. This is going to be based on a series which clearly takes reference from the killing joke of someone just, which we've read. Yes, we have. Of someone just having one bad day. Like the idea was... um the Joker kidnapping Gordon, shooting his uh, Barbara. There are references to it in here as well. Oh yes, very very overt ones. But that like it all all it takes is one bad day for you to kind of become a villain, mm. and that's the whole point of this series. So this is the first one, and I will kind of go back and forth on this with uh, what it's based on. Let me look at my notes. All right, look at your notes. I liked talking about the art real quick because that's not kind of a that's not a spoilery thing. I like the the different tones that you had between flashback, current, different viewpoints. Yeah, uh, art the done different by panel light, the different panel layouts. Mitch, I never know how to pronounce his last name. Mitch Gerards. All right, he does his stuff digitally. You could definitely tell, which isn't a bad thing. It's just how the guy works. Uh, him and uh, the writer of this, Tom King, at this point have a well-established uh, collaboration. They certainly don't work on everything together, but they have worked on a ton together at this point. Uh, the nine-panel grid, which is definitely pulled from Watchmen. It's one of those things It originally kind of started as an homage, but they've been doing it so long at this point for like six years. When does it stop being homage, and when does it start being your own style? I think it's there will always be overtones to an earlier style, but I think in general... 
if it's like this is how i'm becoming to be into my style but the book focuses around the riddler and essentially his origin Mm -hmm. and there have been you know over the years like the riddler coming back from uh the 50s i think i definitely know the cover it's definitely mid 50s um like what is his origin what made him the riddler what made him a sad boy there was well there was one bad day yes in this incarnation that turned him over I think there was a series of bad days that led up to a really, really bad day. Yeah, but the the book. Uh, I'm this is slight spoilers, but it's literally how the book opens, so it's hard to kind of call it that. Uh, there's just this dad who's going home, and the realtor just shoots him. Yeah, end of that. That's just what happens. Just kills a guy, which is totally not the Riddler's mo. Yeah, which this book then makes me start questioning. It's like, oh, like he and he says as much. Like this is just a random like sociopathic act that i did so i'm like okay this is where i feel like the arkham thing kind of falls away it's like arkham is you know meant for the criminally insane it's like if he's just killing people on the street he's just going to jail he should be going to jail well but he also has been going to arkham for some time now so yeah so it's unsuccessful so he should just be going to jail i think arkham in general is not very successful no i think yes there's always that joke of like the rotating door and even the riddler is like i've broken out here like 13 times yeah or however many times he says. Well, he's a criminal mastermind. Of course he's going to be able to do those things. And then um, we get a very mean Batman in this. He's very callous. He's torturing people a little bit. You know, not that much, but a little bit. Dunking in them in a harbor attached to a crane. Well, a shark comes at them. Well, you know, as you have want to do in Gotham Harbor. That's a reference to uh, Neil Adams' run, like Batman fighting a shark. Who won? Batman. Oh, okay. Poor shark. Yeah, shark hunt. Stand up to Batman in a chain. That's fair. I mean, a chain chain is hard. You swing that thing around. You whip it. Punch it right in the nose. Shark nose. Pop. Actually, there was like something I read recently on the internet. And by recently, I mean like the last six months. Like, if you are in a shark attack, don't try and punch it in the nose. I couldn't tell you from my lack of shark attack. I've experience. never been. I from my experience of being punched in the nose, I would say yes, absolutely punch it in the nose. I've been hit in the nose. It is disorienting. You're Look, thinking like you're thinking too hard. No, Jaws taught me well. I stay I stay away from sharks. That's a good point. Yes. Smile, you son of a bitch. He doesn't say bitch. Oh. Smile, you son of a... Yeah. The explosion happens. That's fair. But you know he's going to say bitch. Yes, that was the idea. Yes. That body at the bottom of the ocean scared the shit out of me. As yeah. A ki- as a kid. Yeah. It's not meant to be pleasant. Just rolls in and is like, ah! Ah! Anyway, back to one bad day. Yeah, we get a very mean Batman. You get a sad Riddler. You get a Riddler who's snapped. He really has just snapped. Uh, I, I will speak quickly in generalities because I kind of want to move on to spoilers with the 64 page thing. This, The Riddler has definitely gone through, I feel like a lot of writers try and do a reclamation project for um, silly villains that are mainstays. Like you'll get a reclamation project for the Riddler. You'll get one for the Penguin. Like these people that just kind of have gimmicks. And then turn them into like a real bad dude. Yeah. And this is that, which is fine, because I, I like this issue a lot. Uh, we'll talk about it in spoilers, but where I get hung up on this is this is called One Bad Day, and it's all about uh, an homage or a comparison to what happened before. And I feel like this one might be a little, little, little heavy-handed on its references to the killing joke, but I don't know. We can talk about that, because I want to move on from there to spoilers. All right. Look out. There's spoilers ahead. Before that, somebody's going to skip over it. Would you recommend reading it? 100%. Yes. I think it's agreed. I think it's very good. Gets two bells. Uh, we do get the, the Riddler is captured after he shoots this guy, and Gordon gets him in there. He's like, hey, do you remember when you had one bad day? How did the Joker know where you lived and where Barbara was? Oops, I told him, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And how about that affair you had? Yeah. That's that's a Batman year one reference, kids. Mm. But I don't know. I This is one of those things that's like kind of the fun of the fun i say in quotes of those stories is that the joker does just show up like do we need to get the backstory of like oh this is how i found out this information of where barbara was before i shot her and assaulted her like the killing joke is a mean spirited fucking story yeah it's not pleasant at all but i don't know does this fall into that kind of camp of like solo like i don't need to know where he got his name or his blaster like this is just backtracking a little bit much like a little retconning on his origin, maybe a little bit. Is that what you're trying to convey here? Just over explaining stuff. And 
I will say this right now because I know it's going to come off like way harsher than me because I think this book is pretty incredible, but there's some stuff in it where I think where I get stuck on this issue somewhat and it's because it's the first one of this arc of we're introducing all these different Batman characters with one bad day Mm. where this initial one is pretty reference heavy. And I think what bugs me about it is the issue is so good that I I think it relies a little too heavily on references. So it's not innovating Mm -hmm. or not innovating fully. Like it's, it's referencing more than it's innovating and I want to see it follow through because I feel like the story is really good and has the potential to follow through. Again, but also, once again, saying, I really like this issue. This is a very good issue. It's a mean-ass Batman. He's getting, like, a dude shooting at him. He's like, I don't have mercy for your horse shit. Yeah, I'm not going to be he's, kind to you at all. He's just dodging shotgun blasts, beating up the Riddler's dad. Yeah, tracking down the Riddler's mom, doing that world's greatest detective shit. I love the stuff with the mom where the Riddler's like, oh, yeah, I just killed her. It's like, I had to. I had questions to ask her, but I've been, just, I've been going through this long enough. I didn't need to hear the answers, so I just killed her. This is a dark, dark Riddler. It is, and he's really good. There, um, One of the best scenes of this book, and again, I really, really want to reiterate that I liked it a lot, but I just, I feel like my criticisms of it, I don't want it to take it down more than I mean to. Okay. But I love that scene. The Riddler is with Gordon. There's like five cops there. Oh, where he's getting them to shoot each other with the rubber bullets. He's like, hey, oh, you, like you live at this address. You have a wife and kids. Like they're going to die if this happens. And he says it to like all the cops and they all just end up shooting each other in the room with rubber bullets. Oh, yeah. Just leaving like Gordon soaked in blood. And he's just like, holy shit. Yeah. And the real like, I guess I'll talk to Batman now. Yeah, And then he's just like, oh, I've just been in this hotel and by myself and... Like, Gordon's, like, I was watching him from, like, three blocks away, and then he poisoned all of Barbara's cats, and we, like, we have no idea how that happened. None whatsoever. Like, oh, shit. And the Riddler comes up with this thing. Like, Batman uh, goes to this the funeral of this uh, woman whose husband was killed early on. Yeah. And she's like, oh, Bruce Wayne, like, what are you doing here? Like, you didn't know my husband, and he... I, I read about it in the news. He flimsily comes up with excuses to be there. Mm-hmm. But then he meets with the Riddler. He's like, if you ever touch me, I will continue just killing randomly. Yeah. It doesn't matter what it is. There's not going to be a puzzle. I always leave you a puzzle. I'm not going to do that anymore. And that's one of the things Batman highlighted, too, in this is like, he's not making me jump through these stupid puzzle hoops. He's not doing that theatrical shit. If you touch me, I will kill someone. And then Batman grabs him by the neck. I'm like, well, there's a person there. Yeah. And the story goes on for a little bit more. And the ending, this... It's so good, but it's also so derivative. And maybe as this is going to be a series of books, we're probably not going to see this more than once, I imagine. Yeah. We get something very similar to The Killing Joke. We get Batman and the Riddler in the rain. The Riddler is shooting basketball because when he was a kid, he had a teacher. His father was a schoolmaster, but he wasn't top of the class because his teacher kept on putting riddles at the end of quizzes. Yes, and he wasn't getting the riddles right. And his father would abuse him and then like, he tried to kill himself. Fun times, you know. Yeah. Very positive, uplifting story. But at the end of it, like, well, he kills that teacher in a basketball court. Oh, yeah. He's like, I'm so sorry. Blah, blah. blah. You should have got that inbounds pass. Should have, but you didn't. Not exactly the dialogue, but yeah. yeah. Kills him in a basketball court. Dad never talks to him again. And then at the end of it, Batman is in the rain with uh, Riddler shooting hoops, as you do. And the killing joke ends with batman and the joker in the rain and i think the joke is something along the lines of like uh two criminals um escape from a prison one of them gets jumps across the building and he shines a light he goes here walk across this i got you and the other criminal is like are you crazy like i want to walk across that you'll just turn it off halfway through not exactly yeah wording's wrong same joke and uh the two of them laugh and you know pans up and batman may or may not kill the joker we've talked about this many times I think he absolutely does in that story that was meant to be a one-off, but then it clearly was not going to happen in um, major continuity. No. So this ends with the Joker in the rain, very similar. Shooting hoops goes back to his hotel. He's like, yeah, you can't touch me, Batman. And Batman shows up. Instead of a joke, he shows up with a riddle. Riddle me this, Edward. Though we meet but once, you know me forever thereafter. What am I? And then we get four blank panels. Yeah. Gosh, I could figure out that riddle. It, it's good, but it's just so similar. That's a good... It really does follow that killing joke arc. It does follow that, the ending. And maybe it's just this one. So I'm just judging it off of the one versus 
the other like seven stories or however many are that are coming. So maybe this one is just meant to be the referential one because I can't imagine they all end with like, and then it ends with like, oh, he's going to kill like Rachel Ghoul or he's going to kill the penguin or whatever. Like it's not, they can't all end in that same Alan Moore way. So maybe this first one is just teeing it off. But it bugged me because I like this issue so much and I wanted it to be less referential is where I come down on it. You don't feel like it created enough of its own story. I think it created a ton of its own story and it's really awesome. I just, and I get get that it's called like One Bad Day and it's supposed to be like in that killing joke vein, but oh man, I just wish it was more of its own thing. Let me ask you this question. If I were to make an analogy, would you agree with the following analogy? A New Hope, actually let me rephrase it. The Force Awakens is to A New Hope as One Bad Day is to The Killing Joke. Yeah, pretty. Yeah, that's a pretty close analogy. Thank you. It's really good, though. I yeah. really like it. Like, I, I, I feel like I, that's why I'm trying to like, I'm not trying to backtrack, but I'm trying to. It's okay to really like something, but also say that there are flaws in it. Like, you, it's not going to be perfect. It wasn't perfection, but it was really, really good. I don't good. even know if there are flaws because this is clearly the intention. I just wish it wasn't like, I, I wish the intention was different. That's fair. Because I do, I really, really like this issue. I, I'm going to stop saying that now because I think I've probably gotten that. I across. think you've really did to death. Yes. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I just, I think that it, they're they're not flaws. They're just the best stories out there. And you'll get that thing of like you know there are only like X number of stories that you could tell, but yeah. Even just keeping it to Batman, like the best Batman stories are the ones that are different or the ones that are unique. My favorite Batman stories are not like they can be steeped in continuity, but they're at least their own thing, I guess. Yeah. And this is this edge is so close to being its own thing, but then falls into reference. Yeah. So, again, it goes back to my analogy. It's it's probably not a one to one of what you're talking about because I mean no, but it's in the ballpark. Yeah, yeah, it's in that ballpark. But no, highly I, recommend. I love it. I would. I'm. I want to keep reading the rest of the series. I want to mm-hmm. see what the other um, creative team because it's going to be. Uh, I think it's rotating creative teams going with different villains, and I want to see the rest of this. I think this is a really like good idea of like setting these characters up. I will say one. I'm kind of. In the last 10 years, it seems like everyone knows who Batman is. Like, all the villains are like, oh, it's Bruce Wayne. And, like, these are all of your awards. Like, at this point, like, everyone knows it. And that kind of bums me out. Yeah. Well, maybe they're maybe they're all going to get offed so they don't know anymore. I think the penguin got shot in the head. When uh, he's like, uh-huh. oh, you're Jason Todd. And I did something with your dad. I'm rah, rah, rah. And they shot him Bang. in the face. And then he was like, like, two months later, he was like, I knew who Batman was all along. Like, yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I think read it, but. I I wish it stood stood on its own two feet a little more. Do you think it's like it had two feet and a, and a crutch? I think it had a mandate. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. But I did love it still. Like for harping on it a bit, I I do really love this book. I don't know. Hopefully that come. I don't know. Pff, fucking fine. What am I professional at this? Should be. I mean, we're going on six years. Mm. You got anything else? No, I don't. I think you you hit it all on the head. I I really enjoyed it. I was surprised that this was the topic we went with, and it's a great way to close out September. August, damn it. Well, I didn't write down a question, so I got to dive into the mailbag. All right, while he does that, we're going to move on from there. To letters to the editors. Lot of questions, number one. Damn few answers. Here's another one of your letters to the editors. Make it so. If you want to ask us your own questions, you can. Editorsnotecomics at gmail.com. Yes, all submissions are accepted. And mostly answered. Yes, mostly. (laughs) Unless they're... Something we've done before are just like aggressively confusing. Okay, that's fair. All right, what do we got for a question? If you were to time travel with any superhero, who would you want to time travel with? Mm. Ooh, that's a great question. <sighs> Ooh, I really don't know. Because they've all time traveled. Like, time travel happens in all superhero books and comics. Yeah, I mean, just would it be easy to say a time travel related character? Yes, it would be. Yes, it would be. But I'm not going there. I appreciate that. Hmm. I'm going for pure chaos, and I'm saying Lobo. Who the hell is that? Uh, he's DC Wolverine, but unhinged and from space. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. I was just seeing a thing from Lobo this week where he was um, he found himself a football stadium on an alien planet, drove his space bike over, and nuked it. <laughs> okay. That is pure chaos. So I'm going with the pure chaos of I'm going to time travel Lobo, 
be like forget like the prime directive of oh we can't show an alien species our technology no he's gonna ride around with his like space motorcycle and nuke them that's horrifying that that's where you're gonna go with that he doesn't have to nuke them every time um, every time but the possibility is there okay if you're like oh i don't like these people from back in time i am going to have my space bike friend nuke them really solves that baby hitler problem oh jesus i mean yeah i guess it does it really really does which i stand by if baby hitler just chuck him off a roof because then you don't see what happens because like if you throw him in a wood chipper you'll see it but if you just chuck him off a roof you don't actually have to see you the put results. way too much thought into this way too much that's thought. how you kill baby hitler chuck him off a roof i didn't know i did not come over here tonight anticipating this this paradox like it just takes the visual aid out of it you're just like whoops and then you just turn away that is dark dude or, that is that is dark or if you have loba with you nukes them it's still it's still dark to think about wood chipper and tossing off a roof I think it would be fun to time travel with. I know it's got, it, they've already time traveled, but I think it would be very helpful. I think Iron Man, Tony Stark, I think it'd be fun to time travel with. Like, you know, you're not going to get lost. You're not going to get stuck. See what kind of grain alcohol you get? Yes, absolutely. So it makes you, you blind? Yes, absolutely. Let's go. What kind of uh, women of the night will disease you or not? Well, he probably already has like some sort of uh, antigen or something, some sort of soothing balm or cream. So your plan is to time travel with Tony Stark, find prostitutes, get an STD, but it doesn't matter because he has the appropriate medical. No, technology. that's not my plan at all. My plan would be to go and see cool, like ancient shit. I wouldn't be going to like birth myself. Imagine that, like that paradox. Like if you, so it's back. So you just want to have a Back to the Future paradox? I don't want to have a Back to the Future paradox or a Futurama. Or I mean, uh, maybe you know what? I'm gonna take I'm gonna take a page out of your book. I know nothing about the character, but I'm like I'm gonna travel in time with Devil Dinosaur. Just just a dinosaur. You just yeah. want to ride around with a dinosaur. Sometimes Correct. he goes to space. Yeah. All right, cool. Dinosaurs. All right, that's the show. We're done. All right, if you like the show, go to patreon.com slash editors note comics. A dollar a month gets you the show the day we record it, typically on Tuesdays, although now we're back on a Wednesday kick because the next couple of Tuesdays we're doing some things. Yeah, next Tuesday we're going to go see Clerks 3. And the Tuesday after, Tenacious D. Indeed. Yes, we are. So I, I yeah, got to yeah. work that out with my new employer. No one knows that yet. No, well, then... Yeah. You've... No, I just got to get out of work an hour early. Uh, well, but you're working from home. Yeah, that doesn't change how long it takes to drive to New Hampshire. That's fair. Yeah, and come back that same night. Eey. It's just New Hampshire. I do like New Hampshire. Live free or die, baby. Is it Guilford, New Hampshire we're going to? I don't remember. I have to look it up. Uh, probably. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to know that. Anyway. I, look, I looked up how long it took to drive, and that's why I know I need to get like Two and a half hours? I think it's like, th- yeah, a little over. Yeah, so that's probably Guilford. Been there. Saw Journey there. Saw... Bare Naked Ladies there. Saw, no, I saw Cheap Trick and Heart in Connecticut, I think. Enjoy. Now we're going to go see Tenacious D. Yeah, we are, baby. Let's go. It's anyway, the, it's the 90s. Patreon.com slash editors no comics dollar a month. Plus, you get the access to stuff behind the paywall. You can also find us on your favorite podcast platform. Please rate, review, and subscribe. We'd love your feedback. You can email us, editors note comics at gmail.com. And you can find Zach on the social media, Twitter at editors note comics. Indeed, you do. You're there too. At Junior Rich. All right, we're back next week. Uh, Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power, plus House of the Dragon, plus She-Hulk. Plus Clerks. Plus, oh my God, yeah. Fat show next week. Thick baby. Let's go.